Warning, this podcast discusses the books in detail. It may contain spoilers. Welcome to Books and Brunch, a book club turned podcast. We're so glad you joined us. I'm Katera. And I'm Kara. Let's sit and chat and snack a while. Welcome back to Books and Brunch. It's our June edition, the start of summer. And so this is our fun time to read. I am so thankful that it's June. Yes. Like, we've had a cool couple of months. And even in May, which in Charlotte is normally in the upper 80s, was like in the lower 70s Mm -hmm. most of May. Yeah, we've had some cooler days, too, and lots of rain. Yeah, oh, so much rain, and the next couple of days are full of rain. Of course, so, good re- book. Make our camp, good make book our reading. A little tricky. I know. It is great, but book good, reading. good book reading days. Agreed. So we're here, so. and we have a slight warning for our readers this month because we picked this, and we've picked romance novels before, and we've said that there's some spice and some language. But this one is a little bit more than we anticipated. <laughs> I'm not saying it wasn't good. Correct. Uh, but it certainly was spicier than most I've read. Yes. And when we did more digging afterwards, we learned that it's actually categorized as erotica. So if that's not something that you're at all interested in, you just want the small details and the romantic pieces of the relationship, this is not for you. So um, (laughs) we won't go into the details, but we want to forewarn you as readers, if you're interested in at, at the, in this book at all after hearing us. Or the series. Or the series. Um, that you should be forewarned. Um, just because I, I know it got to page three and I went, whoa! <laughs> <laughs> three you guys. Know, it was, yeah, it, I, I was surprised. For sure, especially um, that that quickly into the story. Like mm-hmm. we weren't even really in the plot. Like, <laughs> nope, not at all. So, so with that being said, we're reading *Desperate Measures* by Katie Robert, and it is the first in a series, as Kay said. This series is Wicked Villains, so they are Disney retellings. Yeah. This Which one. I, I'm a Disney girl through and through. Me so too. I was all in. Me too. And then was surprised. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> a little spicy Disney. So this is the retelling of Aladdin. Yeah. And we focus on Jafar and Jasmine. And Jasmine, at the beginning of this version, is about 25. Yes. She's no longer a teenager, um, but she's a, a grown person. Yes. So and she can, she can make her own decisions and consent to things. <laughs> <laughs> so um, our snack was really difficult to figure out. Because uh, um, they were not doing a lot of eating of food. <laughs> Thanks for the clarification. You're welcome. Were, yeah, there was not a whole lot of digesting of things. Um, so <laughs> There's one scene like, when they have dinner and it was paella. And that was just way too complicated for Kay and I to do for a... Yeah, and that's a whole like... You gotta... I, I imagine paella cooking paella is something like making risotto like it's either great or it's terrible uh-huh there's no middle ground right so and i knew neither one of our families was going to eat the leftovers so also accurate <laughs> so we decided to go with something maybe more aphrodisiac is esque and did that's a good way of putting it 
um, like a fruit charcuterie. So in mine, I have strawberries, apples, grapes, blackberries, raspberries, almonds, and then I did, I had some whipped cream and put it in the um, middle and put some like chocolate and caramel syrup kind of drizzled on. Nice. And so that's what we decided for the snack for this one. Um, I was a little bit shocked to have snacks during my reading of this. In fact, at one point, I actually brought my Kindle to work and was, we had some downtime. And so (laughs) I was reading and um, my boss walked in and I immediately thought, this is not a book for work. Um, Luckily, he could not tell what I was reading and I was not like compromised or anything, but I was slightly embarrassing. I mean, it was like blush worthy. Right, and it was on a Kindle. Yes, I mean, luckily, if if I had, yeah, if I had the actual book, he would have said, "Oh, what are you reading?" Because he did that with the newest book that I'm reading. He was like, "Oh, what are you reading?" (laughs) So I can only that would have been a really awkward conversation, right? And I would have had to just say a Disney retelling, right? It's uh, based on a, it's loosely based, loosely (laughs) on a Disney story. Um, I, the first time I read Fifty Shades was on my Kindle app, mm. intentionally. Yes. And it was not, that was not near as spicy and graphic as no. this is. Which if is interesting. Like Fifty Shades, this might intrigue you, but Fifty yes. Shades was a lot more plot than this is. Yes. So... I was going to say E.L. James does a good job of sort of weaving in more relationship kind of stuff and a little bit more in depth. And there's the twist in Fifty Shades of like the BDSM dom dominant versus submissive. Although um, I think that there is a piece of that in this book too. So trigger warning if you're not really into like a guy kind of taking over the woman pretty fully, completely. Um, right. This may not be for you either. Um, but uh, so, you know, basically what we find out is, so Jasmine's in the palace and Jafar is there as well. We don't know where dad is yet. And Jafar has come in and basically said, you're mine. You're mine, and that's that. Period. Done. That's it. And she is, you know, as she is in in the true diversion Aladdin, that she is, you know, fighting him. No, no, I'm not. I'm my own person, and I have a brain, and blah, blah, blah. And um, she goes to run away from him, and this is where we get to page three. And he consumes her. Right. Now, I will I will also add um, that she, her, like, internal dialogue is, like, I know this person, uh, like, I've always had feelings for this person, mm-hmm. um, without it crossing any lines, mm-hmm. and so when he approaches her... It's, it almost becomes this little game. Like, yep. I'll say no, but I don't mean no. Mm-hmm. Um, and and so I think... It's, in, a, it, it's a, an interesting... Mm-hmm. Like, that's not... That's not for me. Um, mm-hmm. But for them, it, it becomes a game. They have a safe word. Mm-hmm. And that if that's not how we want to handle this, just use the safe word. Yep. Which is also Raja, which I found was interesting. I know. The cute, cute addition there. If we're going to do it, they're in, right? Right. Um, but so, like, she curses at him, and he was like, there's the spicy girl I know. Uh, but it just... He's a the, little more charming way... than you think about him, too, because he does Absolutely. play this game with her, and, um, and Jasmine is quote experience she's a virgin she says i'm a virgin she tells him right Right. off the bat about which only intrigues him more about her but she talks about reading romance novels like i've read my fair share of romance novels and i know what happens and 
stuff. Right, and, and um, she even mentions like. Like when he like leans into her, that she's like, all I have to do is lean forward, and like I will, will be touching. And mm-hmm. so she's got, you know, she's like mentally and internally like processing, like I'm enjoying this mm-hmm. game. Do mm-hmm. I want it to go further? Do I keep saying no? Do I say yes? I think she seems like not torn. I I almost feel like she's like, do I continue the game or do we just say no? Like, is this going too far Mm -hmm. in, like, the course of the quote-unquote relationship that they've had up to that point Mm -hmm. has been strictly business. Even though they have, like, flirted and things, Mm -hmm. they've never put hands on each other. And I think that she's like, is that where this is going? Do I or don't I want mm-hmm. to pursue that right and this continues the whole book until probably three quarters of the way where she finally kind of makes the decision of like no i'm in love with him um right and we also do get wind that uh ali we won't call him prince ali because he's not in this book nope but that ali is a bad guy yeah. And that his... He's like enemy number one. Right, right, right. Suspect number one, mm-hmm. top wanted list. Like, that's where mm-hmm. Ali is. And Jafar has... Earlier in the novels, they just, like Jasmine mentions, that she very much felt imprisoned in her father's home. But she also felt just as much a prisoner when Jafar takes her from her father's home and puts her, like, in a penthouse. Mm-hmm. And she's like, I'm just as much a prisoner here. And then mm-hmm. Jafar goes into, well, I can keep you safe here. And then that's when we learn that Ali yep. is out, out to, like, claim Jasmine as his own with not good intentions. Right. Um, <coughs> and so Jafar is like, this is I. <laughs> I flipped a page and there was a word I wasn't expecting. which happens all the time in this book all the time um sorry wow okay (laughs) refocus okay um but yeah so Ali doesn't have great intentions and so Jafar is like well this is how I can Mm -hmm. this is how I can keep you safe um while at the same time like flaunting that he has power over that her he owns her right right yep and which is when um, we discover that her dad has been killed jafar killed him mm-hmm. um and that she's sort of in this limbo because there's this law about being married and everything and so which is why he's taking claim over her because it also right. includes her um it will give him power right to have her. Right. I do love that we are introduced, even some unpacking other characters uh-huh. that are not necessarily in the Aladdin universe, I mm-hmm. guess I could say. Mm-hmm. Um, we're introduced to Hades and, and to Megara, to Meg from Hercules. Which also favorite, um, and we're introduced to Hook. And I, you forgot one, Tink. That's right, and we get Tink. Well, well, yes, yes, you're right. I did forget Tink, and then I was like, wait, I did, because Tink and Hook are together. Well, not together, but they're from the same film. Mm-hmm. Um, Tink is uh, Tink becomes the fashion um, consultant, like stylist. <laughs> Yes. Um, I just love I I love the I love the idea of of what it is of what what Katie Robert has created in this like world of Disney retelling that characters sort of have another side to them that you wouldn't necessarily like with Jafar yes he's cruel and he's powerful 
But he also has this sort of sensitive side. Right. Where he, he right. falls in love. Yes. And he he comes across, he has moments where he really comes across charming mm-hmm. and thoughtful. Protective. And protective. Right. And I was mm-hmm. like, this is not, mm-hmm. I guess he's the consummate bad boy. <laughs> yeah. Right, he's got deeper mm-hmm. layers to him that we get to see. Um, yeah, I just, it was very intriguing. Mm-hmm. It was very intriguing. Yeah. Um, I was trying to see what the next book was. So, I don't series. remember the title, but it's Megan Hades. Is it Megan Hades? Well, mm-hmm. that makes sense, because we are introduced to mm-hmm. them early. Which then makes me wonder if the one after would be... Tink and hook. Um, like hook and tank, yeah. Um, it might be. But one of them is Ursula. One of them is Beauty and the Beast. I think there's six. Is there six? I think so. Let me see. I really liked the book aside from how crass things were that was my one critique while I knew that it would be a romance I didn't realize it was erotica to that degree you know the language like if you are at all I don't want to say prude because that has such a bad connotation but like if you don't like... If crash language offends you a little. Yeah, this is not for you either. Maybe this is not for you. Um, I do... I did enjoy the tempo of the telling. Like, none of it felt, like, really drawn out. You know how sometimes you get into mm-hmm. a book that the chapters last forever. Um, scenes don't feel, like, unnecessarily short or mm-hmm. long mm-hmm. until we get to the end. Yeah. And then I feel like the story goes from some plot and spice and graphics to, oh, it's over. And happily, they lived happily ever after. That's how I felt. Right. I gave it just, this. It just felt like that the ending, like I feel, so we did not mention in the end of the novel, um, Jafar gives her the option to leave, mm-hmm. and she takes it. She takes it, and she goes back to her father's house, and um, she she kill one of the guards. I can't recall. I think she does. And um, and she comes out in like a bridally type gown because she was originally set to be married. And Ali comes in to her father's house, and she kills him. And she decides, I am my own woman. I am in charge. I am taking my father's place without a man. Like, mm-hmm. I'm not going to be the the side piece. Like, right. the token queen, because I'm a woman. Um, I can handle this just as well as any man can. And then she basically speaks to her father's men, and she's like, if you want out, go. I'm in charge. I'm, this is me. And it, I love the, they talk about how, like, her dress has blood on it. She wiped the mm-hmm. knife on her, on her dress. Right, he, like, and then, was right in front of her, right. so blood sprays all over her. Right, and then Jafar comes in, and she's like, if this is what you want, you can be my right hand, but I'm not playing right hand to anyone else. And it was very like, I don't know. I just felt like those scenes could have been, could have contained more dialogue mm-hmm. for sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, probably could have been a little bit more descriptive, not necessarily in the killing of people, but um, how we got there. One, right. How we got there. One thing I really love about novels is the descriptors uh-huh. and, the way that people can hear their breath when they're running, you know, down mm-hmm. a hallway or, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Or the sound of people's shoes, the things that you miss sometimes when you're watching a movie or a mm-hmm. show. Mm-hmm. 
um, so I feel like the the finishing of the of this novel and the finishing of these last like two chapters just felt very rushed. I was gonna say um, I, fe- I felt like, like it fell flat. Like, like we're like hyped in all this action, whether it's sexual action yeah. or fighting action or dialogue action, because there's some arguments that they have that are pretty heated. And then we get to right. the end, and like I said, it's, and they live happily ever after. It just kind of falls flat. So I'm also right. curious if, because it was the first book, how her writing develops. Is as, this how as, it always yeah. goes? Or or does she improve? Right. Does she mature six. in her writing style? Yeah. There's six. So... That's what makes me want to read more in some ways. But the other thing that I found about you and I, Kay, and I don't know about any of you other readers, how you sort of weigh this out. We much love the relationship part, even if uh, have the spice, but to develop that relationship. And I feel like we see their relationship, but it's so... It's so um, overshadowed by their sexual tension, which is fine, but that's all right. you focus on. Like, it is, I mean, right. truly, it's like she, he threw her down and effed her, and you're like, right. okay. Like, Wait a second, right. Um, and, and, and like we said earlier, like, I feel like we see these other layers of Jafar and uh-huh. his being protective and thoughtful and... Uh, just being spatially aware of, you know, who's near, is she uncomfortable? And then we see her kind of mature outside of this game of mm-hmm. do I, don't I, mm-hmm. into a woman who's like, no, I can do this just as well as any man, and I'm not going to rely on a man mm-hmm. to do the things that I know I can handle for myself. And when we miss, when we miss the development of the relationship itself, because sex is a factor, mm-hmm. it, yeah, it it does. It does fall a little flat. But I will say this, too. There's a lot of relationships like that. Like, in the real world, mm-hmm. there are relationships mm-hmm. that, because people jump into sex and intimacy so quickly, mm-hmm. they lose, they miss out on all of the, the other layers of things that could mm-hmm. be built because they're so focused on It certainly was intriguing. Yeah. I mean, it's not... I gave it a four because I liked the style of writing. I mean, I wish that there was a little less graphics. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't didn't necessarily... I I mean, I don't mind the graphics. I didn't... It didn't make me, like, like, super uncomfortable. There were things that are mentioned that are brought up that I was like... Okay, well, that's interesting. It's not something I would choose for myself. And mm-hmm. then there were times where I'm like, would I be willing to do that? I don't think I'd be willing to do that. Right. That would make me really uncomfortable. Um, I would not be in Hades with a window for people to watch. Right. So, yeah. So, they talk about um, there's a club. Or the underworld. Right. It's called the underworld. And it essentially is like a sex club. And... Um, Jafar takes Jasmine into a room where the window is completely opaque and there's a, like a dimmer switch essentially that would like frost the glass or keep it clear so people could watch. Mm-hmm. And Josh and I were telling him about this book and he was like, well, that's weird. I said, I don't know that I would want people watching. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> no, thanks. That does not, not appeal to me. Nope, me um, either. And it doesn't to Jasmine either. She's kind of like, Ugh. at first, well, at, at first. first. At first. And then after, she's like, okay, well, that could be, that was kind of hot. Like, mm-hmm, <laughs> mm-hmm. she has a little change of mind. Um, but, yeah, there's there's things certainly that I was just like, okay. Um, oh, the other thing I really, that I picked up on <clears throat> was when she's originally being styled by Tink. Oh, so when Jafar, like, takes her from her father's house into this penthouse, she doesn't have any clothes. She's in a shirt 
that is Jafar's that he took off himself and put on her. And he tells her, you'll be naked when I get back. You'll be on your knees by the front door, like very dumb and sub. Mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. Um, but so when Tink comes, the clothes that she brings for her are not a whole lot of fabric. No. And certainly we're not talking de- jeans and a t-shirt. And they um, show off the best parts of Jasmine. Right. Her best assets. <laughs> yes. Um, but I love that they, she talks about red. And it was like a red satin something that didn't cover very much. And it made me think of in the animated film when Jafar takes her captive and her the clothes that she wears go from that teal to, red. to that dark red mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, with the gold accents and things and the little chain on her neck. And mm-hmm. I was like, all right, I see you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mm-hmm. see you. Um, but yeah, I'm certainly intrigued to read some others and like mm-hmm. you just to see how her writing style evolves and mm-hmm. matures mm-hmm. Um, and it might just be because it's her first novel and mm-hmm. um, is this her first novel of, period I think it is right I think it is I think it let is let me check Um, but you know you one of the things that you and I both love even about films is when they add like the text at the end and they're like Mm -hmm. and they live at the end of Titanic we see that you know Mm -hmm. Rose lives to be how old 180 or whatever Mm -hmm. but like you see kind of the full circle um and I feel like we get a little taste of that but also because I think this is early in her writing career she has not quite found that sweet spot. Mm, it looks like her first book was published in 2012. Wow. Mm-hmm. And this one was published in 2019. So she's kind of... Okay. But I don't know what the other... I mean, I think they're all romance novels, but I don't know... And I also wonder, and somebody asked me this when I was telling them about this, how did she get away with doing this with, like, Disney copyright and stuff like that? And I don't know. Mm. I mean, maybe is that part, does that play a role in why it fell flat? Like, are you not allowed to sort of change the essence of what we know happened in Aladdin? Or no. I mean, I don't know how that works to have, like, a, it's a retelling. It's not using the whole story. It's using characters. But I imagine there's right. some sort of copyright patent sorts of things with this. I mean, Disney's a huge corporation, and I could imagine that they would do yeah. that. So I wonder. I wonder, Katie, if you're, if you're listening... <laughs> Like, mm-hmm. how did that, how did you go about doing that? How does, like, how do you, and then this is not the first right. sort of Disney retelling because there's, we read, um, not for the podcast, but I think we both read, um, oh, it's a Peter Pan retelling, Finding Neverland, is that, was that? I think that's right. Um, so, you know, is... Is it because they're so old, you know, there's a, with like the happy birthday song, like there's an age limit to the copyright that. Oh, I know what you mean. Is that like, does that play a role? It's, I'm curious about that and how that sort of affected her writing ability in this too. Like, did she only have a certain parameter that she could put on the story line right in plot yeah i don't know that's a great question it it, um, immediately my brain is like there's no way there's no way that there's a sort of kind of parameter on that because look how far she's gone with it right and i feel like if disney had like hard lines drawn i think that the graphic (laughs) 
you know what I mean? Like, yeah. Like, this would be too far. <laughs> <laughs> like they would want to keep Jasmine, sweet Jasmine, right? Like, mm-hmm. do you know what I mean? Yeah, So yeah. I feel like maybe, maybe, and that's just kind of devil's advocate, right? Like, yeah, I think, I think, I, like, yes, I think parameters are maybe in place, but the flip side of that is, if there were parameters in <clears> place, <throat> would they let her go this far? True. <laughs> So, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, no, I'm certainly, I'm certainly intrigued with the others, um, and the combinations of mm-hmm. things, um, and people and relationships that mm-hmm. are out there, right? Yes. Um, I'm also curious of her other series because she has like Neon Gods. Three I just or saw four. That one, <clears throat> and that is all like. Greek mythological. Mm-hmm. Um, I like the cover. Stupid, <laughs> but my brain was like, I like I know, the cover. They I are could pretty. Read that. And then I was like, oh yeah, I. <laughs> mhm. Which is sometimes how you pick a book by the cover, just being like, oh, that's a pretty cover. That must be interesting. Yep. Right. The cover is very pretty. Mm-hmm. I like the colors. I like. <laughs> mhm. Uh, and then that makes me feel like a kid again, because that's how I used to pick book, books when I was younger. Um, mm-hmm. I was like, what? The cover, and that looks cool. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, let's read the back. Okay, yeah, no. You know, it's just it's different yeah. all the time, but... Uh-huh. Um, I quite enjoyed it. Uh, what did you give from, it out of, out of five stars? I would give it four. Yeah. I feel like it was something that I would give a, a, the next novel a chance. Mm-hmm. Um, to see if maybe her writing style evolves a little bit mm-hmm. into more plots than penis. Yeah. Um, and then maybe the ending, we, we, you know, we would get more, um, kind of more full circle. It made me mm-hmm. feel like a little bit the, what did we read? Was second disaster? No, we read. I'll pause because my ear just cut on. But I think I deleted it because I didn't. Oh, if you tell by Greg Olson. No, like the Mm -hmm. whole novel is so graphic and even. I mean, that's even like drawn out in a way. But kind of the happy ending of it all mm-hmm. is very short and abrupt, and mm-hmm. we don't get a lot more detail or <clears throat> a lot of the full circle kind of moment where, mm-hmm. you know, we kind of see progress down the line. Right. Um, that's kind of how it made me feel like, mm-hmm. oh, that was it. That's the end. Yeah, that's, I like ended it and was like, oh, okay. Like I said, I mean, and we live happily ever after, and they both right, agree not a to prologue. No, nothing. not <laughs> five years down the road. They now I'm curious and... because there is, there are shorts, you know, with with a lot of these um, series, they have like short stories, you know. Yeah, like the Bridgerton series did it, mm-hmm. and they kind of have like so, a three-chapter prologue. So for hers, it's called The Proposal, a Desperate mm. Measures bonus short. Let's see I if there's a description. That. I'm on Goodreads. Oh, here, no, no. Book details. It's 14 pages on Kindle. 14 pages? Mm-hmm. Okay. But even then, it's if it's just the proposal, that even leaves you lingering more. Like, okay. And it doesn't... I don't think she sets you up necessarily for them to connect. Like, I think that they're interwoven. Like, there's going to be... Um, what's that called? Like, snapshots of, like, people kind of coming in and out of mm-hmm. all the books. 
But right. I don't think, like with Bridgerton, you still sort of see development of the family throughout. Yeah. I don't think that would be the case no, here. I agree. Yeah, no, I agree with that. So it makes it kind of hard to still be like, but still, what happens after they propose? <laughs> Which she tells him, like, we're not getting married for at least, I think she gives him like a year. Yeah. Or even propose, like, yeah. engaged for a year. Mm-hmm. So that they Which can figure, her. yeah. She spent her life being told what to do in a society where women didn't really have a voice, and now she is the voice. Right. So. Yeah. I mean, I think some of it is very, like, women's lib-ish that she, like, kind of takes the reins and sets her own course but yeah no I get that <laughs> but on the flip I side of it there's that. also very old school man takes over I'm gonna you're gonna do what I tell you to do and you're gonna like it yeah well we learned she did like it she does <laughs> she did she did so, I'm excited for our July read. I know, me too. Which technically for us is a June read to record in July. Correct. <laughs> I know, we both finished this pretty quickly. This one, The Desperate Measures, I've been done for like a week now. I know, I was like, I know you and I both are like, I don't want to read so far in advance that I don't remember a lot of right. the book or a lot of the detail because a lot of times for me at least things can get kind of muddied mm -hmm. when I'm reading you mm -hmm. know kind of consecutively and so I try not to read too many after finishing a book for recording mm -hmm. so I, my brain is like I know we have to time spot. it well when we like start and and I know. all of the things. <laughs> Although it can get us in trouble because sometimes we start a book and we did this in earlier seasons and we were just like, oh my gosh, this is terrible. It's awful. Yep. I, and we've we had to pivot. Yeah. Gotta, we got to pivot. Mm -hmm. um, and then we end up having to, we push recording back a little bit sometimes mm -hmm. just to allow us time to pick and receive mm -hmm. and read a new novel. Although when I was last in Charlotte, we did like a huge overhaul of like what books Kay had in her library and what she wanted to sort of like move forward with. And that's how we sort of determined. So we did some like pre-planning of book of books for, for our yeah. um, recordings. So we have July through so November. Right. Planned. Right. And so it's nice because like I, there were a couple that I have, or mm -hmm. there were a couple that I had two copies of that mm -hmm. I sent you home with mm -hmm. and some things that were like, in a list that were like, oh, that one was good. I was looking forward mm -hmm. to that one. Um, yep. And so we'll get some, we'll get some, some reading in mm -hmm. for sure. Uh, but tell us about our next book. So excited for this one. This one is called The Summer House by Lauren K. Denton. And I just love the cover. That was part of the reason why I picked it. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Talk about I choosing by picture of the covers. And usually that is usually not me. That it will like spur me to look at one, but I won't choose just sure. based on a cover just because sure. I feel like I've been burned by that before. <laughs> I get that. No, I understand that completely. Mm -hmm. I think as a kid I was more prone to like that one looks good. Right. And uh, but now, like, it will for you to like pick it up. Yeah, what is, yeah. What is this about? And when we were kind of talking about some of the things, um, in like what books we were gonna do, so we wanted to do like a beach read for July because it's the heart of summer, and yeah, um, that's like what we always sort of do for recording, and so. Um, we did, like, top 10 best summer reads of 2023, and this one was on it. And it's a really yeah. cute cover. So and the cover is, what, like a porch swing mm -hmm. with flowers. And, and there's me, those, like, like I... lights like you guys have in your oh, backyard, yes, the twinkle the lights. Cafe lights. And yeah. I'm like, I can picture, I could just put myself on that swing. Yep. Like, I could sit out there with mm -hmm. a pillow and a mm -hmm. glass of wine or something and mm -hmm. just enjoy the quiet while 
My it lasts. It's not really quiet. <laughs> when it lasts. <laughs> I know. Oh, Lord. Yes. About that. But no, I'm very, I'm excited to dig into it. I'm currently reading The Surgeon by Leslie, somebody or other. The, her last name was covered up by the percentage of my book read. Um, Leslie Wolf, maybe? Oh. Um. And I'm like 40% in. So Is it like a have... psychological thriller or what kind of book is it? Yeah, it's a psychological thriller. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's it's really good so far. I just haven't, we've just been, there's a million things happening. Mm-hmm. And I just haven't been able to like really sit down and get more than 10 minutes in. Mm-hmm. Um, but when I get a good chunk, I'm looking forward to sitting back down, but. Yes, it's very good so far. And then I'm picking up uh, picking up our bee tree. So I um so I think I've told everybody that I have this pile from Ronnie's mom that when she passed away, Ronnie had me go through all her books and so like we donated a ton and then there were a set that like I was interested in and hadn't read before and so I have a box full. And I'm trying to kind of trudge through those. So right now I'm reading one of those. But I've decided after I read this one, I'm going to go to, like, one of my books. Because I was like, I feel like I need, like, hers are good. Like, I don't want to say, like, her books aren't, like, good that I've had. But I just feel like I need, like, an Emily Henry or or Colleen Hoover or something, like, in my life right now. Right. Um, But this one's pretty interesting it's called inside of a dog and it's um it's a non-fiction so it's not um it's the author is an animal behaviorist but it's not like research-based she's it's totally like novel-esque in that she just just sort of tells a story about how dogs have sort of developed into what they are and how they've become um, more domesticated and like how they follow human lead and that kind of it's very like interesting society actually society and hierarchy type stuff it makes me think of when we read the bees mm-hmm. that it's like this is their life and how they become the way they are mm-hmm. and how yeah, it's, they it's, their... it's like I could see the similarity in that it's just not a novel but um, sure. she's, she showed like, she has some research in there, but it's not like all factual. Um, well, it's factual, but it's not all statistics. That's what I should say. Right. So it's been actually pretty interesting to learn about like some of the nuances of dogs and that we have 180 degree vision and dogs have 280 degree vision. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. It's really interesting in that they see like... Their primary colors that they see are green and yellow. Yeah, it's it's fascinating. Okay. Um, so it's a little slower for me just because I'm kind of trudging through some of it, but it's very fascinating, and it's a safe book to have at work. <laughs> I needed sort of a, I guess, a palate cleanser a little bit. Um, I started one of the Net Galley books yesterday when we were at Ronnie's aunt's house, but I had a hard time sort of focusing and getting into it. And I realized it's a number two in a series, which sometimes you can do that. Sometimes you can read like a different sure. book in this series and it doesn't, you, you're not really like lost. And I think I'm feeling a little lost. So we'll yeah, see I how it goes. If, yeah. I'd wondered if with the Katie Roberts books that um, like the next in the series, if someone was to pick up the second one, yeah, do they like are they like in integrally integrally like connected or mm-hmm. is it just like they may because they brought them up they'll bring them up again right right uh, without you feeling like wait a second what are they talking about mm-hmm. um yeah it can it can you can you can certainly feel a little lost when you jump mm-hmm. into a set Mm-hmm. into a series and you don't realize it's not the first one yeah so we'll see so how that do, goes how many books do you have from sherry i have a whole box full i have no idea how many there are yeah 
Mm-hmm. Do you keep them when you're done with them, or do you mm-hmm. kind of hold on to a couple? Or? It depends on it. I've given you one. Yeah. Um, it I depends. just wondered if maybe you had a little, like, maybe not sentimental tie, but, you know, to a, a, a desire to keep some of them because they were hers versus... No, actually, it's quite the opposite. I kind of want to trudge through them to get rid of them, to get them out of a box. Right. And if, I mean, like I said, I mean, they're not all bad necessarily, but they're, I mean, a lot of them are sort of not romance, but that feel good kind of book. Um, sure. I think I'm just ready for like a Colleen Hoover, something a little different. Sure, yeah. So. I get that. And I want to like, I want to go, yeah. And I want to go through my pile too. Like I want to get rid of my pile. (laughs) Right. (coughs) See, I say that and then I download more on my Kindle. Mm -hmm. Mm Mm-hmm. I know. Well, that's in, that's the other pool of to reads that I have is that I have a Kindle with, I don't even know. I don't, I don't want to know how many books are on there. I don't even know. (laughs) I think I have well over a hundred on my Kindle. Yeah, it's easy. So, I I actually I know, downloaded, I downloaded another one today that was, I downloaded one today that was Prime Reading. Although it's Megan Quinn, and I really enjoyed the oh, last she's one a that good, I read by her. Yeah, she's a good author. And so um, I downloaded Kiss and Don't Tell by her, and it's Prime Reading. So I was like, yeah, Ooh. I will save that one for a later date because it will <coughs> take it from you, even if it's not on Prime Reading anymore. Mm-hmm. So it's yours until you return it. So I was like, well, I'll snag that. And even if I don't read it in the next couple of months, then mm-hmm. I still have it for later because I enjoyed um, her previous book. Although I do have another one by her that I was excited to dig into. And I don't know if I'll read it next or if I read our beach read next. It's called Royally Not Ready. Oh. And it's a little, it's a little bit of a spicier version of The Princess Diaries. Ooh. And I was like, I want to read that. And so I love I the Princess the Diaries. First. Me too. So I got the first and the second one. I think I had credits and I ended up paying like $3 mm-hmm. for the two of them. Mm-hmm. And I was like, those are going to go in my Kindle. Pack them in my pocket for <laughs> another day. I know. I, th- um, I think right after we read the second Mrs. Astor, there was some other, I don't know if it was, you know, when we get those like ones that are on sale or whatever. But I yeah. downloaded another Titanic retelling. <laughs> Did you? Mm-hmm. I can't remember what it's called right now. Let me see if I can figure it out. The Girl Who Came Home. <laughs> Ooh. Yeah. Yeah, I've got I've got a good a good bit of books. I some of them I like I probably should get rid of if you tell. I still have that on my book, on my thing. On my Kindle. Which and one? I still, uh, if you tell, the Greg Olson one. Oh, the Greg Olson and one. And then I still have that um, Lena Hendricks series that we read, that spicy, the Cedar yeah. Falls, was it? Something like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't typically delete things from my Kindle unless they're prime reading ones that I finished. Mm-hmm. Or, like, I really did not like them. Right. Like, I could delete, I would not read if you tell again. I wouldn't read it either again. Um, once was enough. But, but, right. Once is enough. Uh, but like I, you couldn't, you couldn't pay me to delete Bridgerton or. No. <laughs> like, like there's things that I'm like, why would I, it's like, you yeah, know, if I don't have to get rid of it, why would mm-hmm, I get rid of it? Mm-hmm. Um, and like I said, if I am never going to read that again, I can, that can go. Right. Um, but it is a little like I saw a meme that was like, um, uh, it was like talking about the way that as a Kindle reader, we don't have a, like a bookshelf of my trophies. Oh yeah. I do. Uh I do. I just don't have to ever delete them. I know. You don't have to clean them. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> right. Although it does make me wonder if I deleted them from here, 
like, is there a way within the am like in the Kindle app or within Amazon to be like restore my? I think you can. I think so. I think so because they list them when you go if you go on like your computer and go in your Amazon account. Like it's I forget what section it is. I'd have to look at it, but I think it shows it. Yes, something. something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I just wouldn't want to have to repurchase anything. I know. If you, like, by accident did or something. Right, right. Which I think is part of my hesitation and, like, not wanting to mm-hmm. delete things. Mm-hmm. But um, there are, and there's a couple of books in here that are, like, for Levi. Like a book called Riddle Me This, the ultimate collection of riddles and brain teasers. Uh-huh. That's not me. You won't be reading What are you? Apparently, I have a whole series in here buried at the bottom of this list. Oh. What kind of series? Lisa Renee Jones. Mm. Uh, It's a set of three, and apparently I have all three. Oh. Tall, Dark, and Deadly series. Oh. The set includes three full-size novels, Hot Secrets, Dangerous Secrets, and Secrets Exposed. Ooh. The covers are a little spicy. <laughs> well. It's like, wait, that says, that doesn't say I've read those. What are those? Oh, that's a whole series. Apparently, I need to go to the bottom of my list here to pick up my next book. Start from the bottom. That's how I do it with podcasts. I go to the first episode. Yep. And go from there. I need to be better about that. I need to be better about that. Well, I'm excited for our next read. Me too. Um, I'm looking forward to some some quiet. Maybe that's my hammock read. There you go. I know. It looks like it's some um, decent size, like writing and a good size. So hopefully it doesn't take us. I don't think it'll take us that long because I think it's going to be good. I have a good feeling about it. Yeah. We're good. Well, I'm excited. So, if you like spicy, like smutty details, go for Katie Roberts' (laughs) series, Wicked Villains. Um, Desperate Measures is the first one, and there are six. Um, But stay tuned for us for next month for our our beach read, which is The Summer House, Lauren K. Denton. If you want to pick it up and read along with us. And um, as always, we're looking for suggestions on recipes, um, anything bookish. We're there for it. And so you can find us on Facebook and Instagram at Books and Brunch Podcast. You can email us at Books and Brunch Podcast at gmail.com. Um, and we also have our website, www.booksandbrunchpodcast.com, where I'm blogging every week about the books that I'm reading. And we'll see you next time. We'll see you soon. Bye.